What is up, everybody? We are here with a preview, and you know it's a special one if it's not a main event, if it's not a pay-per-view card, sorry. And we're going live for a preview show here. We got the UFC Mexico City main card preview. How are we doing? How are we feeling today? I'm excited for this. Buenas tardes. Buenas noches. Wherever you're watching, I'm fired up. I really wish we were... I wish we were going to this one. I just know that that arena is going to be so electric. I might get some dirty looks if I was down there, but if I was with you, I'd probably be I. Right. Hey, I'm not. I'm not so good in over those parts either, man. I don't speak no <laughs> Spanish. Hey, if there was a UFC Cabo, we'd be in the front row. Yeah, yeah, packs, packs, packs on there. Bro, this is one of those. This is one of those fight nights that's going to have better fights than a few pay per views this year. I can feel it. So a lot of the yeah. names on this card, these are guys that have electric performances. Everybody knows about the Mexican chin, Mexican brawlers. There's a lot of Mexican fighters on the card. This is the first time we've been back there in almost five years. The last what time I, was... Um, what I think about... Not to cut you off, sorry. What I think about is when we were there um, for International Fight Week 290, um, when Yair fought Volk and Moreno fought Pantoja, the electricity electricity and the atmosphere in the arena when Moreno and when Yair walked out, imagine that times a thousand when they're in their home countries. Yes, like friends and family in the crowd, yeah. not just people that have the money to, or a lot of friends and family and not just people that have the money to travel. Because we were saying it the whole week that UFC International Fight Week was a Mexican takeover. There was they were louder, more representative, more Mexican flags than anyone else there. So I I am pumped up for this one. And we haven't been there in five years. The last time was a letdown, too, because Yair and uh, uh, freaking Jeremy Stevens were on the main event that ended 15 seconds in with the eye poke. And on top of that, Alexa Grasso lost to Carla Esparza. And Brandon Moreno and Amir Albazi's fight ended in a... Um, ended in a tie or a draw so they're going to be hungry for some good fights this time around and i believe that this is going to happen yes sir let's get into it we have an electric main card the first fight we're going to break down is one of my favorite female fighters yasmin howergy versus sam hughes in the straw weight division um yasmin 10 and 1 coming off a recent loss International Fight Week, we were there. I think we were walking in the arena. We might have been a little late. We were a little hungover. But anyway, we were near the vicinity. vicinity. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, before this, she was on her way up. Um, a lot of knockouts, a lot of finish wins. Um, we've actually seen her twice, once there. Then we first seen her in her debut versus Lucindo mm-hmm. in San Diego when we were there. Um, just a special fighter. Um, fighting Sam Hughes, just a veteran of the sport. Um, Yasmin, a big favorite here, minus 600, looking to get back on track. You know me, I'm all over Yasmin here. Um, I don't know if she can get the finish. I'm hoping she gets a finish, but I'm also thinking this way, you know, I mean, we talked about this before is she's such a big favorite. When you have someone that's a six to one favorite, you have to look at how do they win? And she wins by finishing. So if, she, if they're saying she's that big a favorite, she's going to win. I'll take my chances. To finish it. I like that. What are the odds for Yasmin under? I was looking at that earlier. They were juicier than I thought they'd be. Let me see. Yeah, Yasmin by KO for plus 200 yeah. on my book. I like that. 
Yeah, me too. I'm definitely sprinkling that one in. And let's be honest, they're giving Yasmin a little get right fight here. So she's got to go out there, have a stellar performance, especially in front of her home crowd. Maybe yeah. she'll be maybe she'll be better than she was in San Diego because in Vegas we were farther away from Mexico. We were pretty close in San Diego and she had a great performance and now she's on home turf. So maybe this will be the best yeah, version of Yasmin was, we've seen. Yeah. That fight she had in San Diego versus Lucinda was insane. One of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Can't say I saw it, but we don't need to talk about that anymore. Are yeah, but just anymore? special. She puts on special performances, so I'm hoping she can get the main car started right with, in her home country with a big-time performance there. Yeah, she's a yeah, she's a performer. She's one of the most exciting girl fighters on the roster, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Our next fight, we have... The kid, Ra Rojas Jr. versus Ricky Tesarios. Um, we all know Ricky Tesarios, Ra Rojas, 19 years old. Ricky Tesarios came from uh, um, electric fighter as well. I like this matchup here. Two exciting guys. Obviously, Ra Rojas exciting for his reasons, but Ricky's pretty exciting as well. Um, yeah. it's, I think it's going to be a battle. This is a weird fight. I don't know where to stand on this. We talked about this before we got on air. I'm kind of staying away from this one. I don't know what I like. I don't like the price for Rojas, but I, I also don't know if i'd lay money because i don't i don't think ricky's gonna win so it's weird for me um as far as the matchup goes i like ricky on the ground a little bit pause um so i don't know if rojas can kind of take his back and backpack him so if that's the case i don't know how he has success um he is coming off a knockout win but i don't i don't know i mean ricky's kind of hard to hit so i'm really interested in this one this is a real good stylistic matchup here yeah, we're going to learn a lot about Raul Rosas and where he stacks up in this bantamweight division. When he had that loss two fights ago, he just looked like he wasn't quite prepared yet. He kind of went balls to the wall in, be in the beginning and then ran out of energy. So I expect to see a more composed, a smarter Raul Rosas this time out, but I'm not minus 235 confident in the guy. If I'm feeling yeah. some type of way, there's a chance I sprinkle on Ricky because I do like this matchup for him. He's a guy that loves going to deep waters. He's very durable, and we've seen Raul fade later in the fights when it's gotten there. Yeah, so, I, I think the later this fighter, the later this fight goes, you you look toward Ricky and winning this one. I agree. I also, I've got to play Ricky's legendary, not legendary interview, but all the MMA fans know it's just a feel good one. You watching right now on the TV? You know what I'm saying? And all I say to you. Is I hope you chase those dreams with a burning desire. With a burning desire, and through all the fire, and through all the flame, and through all the pain, I hope that you find happiness deep in your heart. I wish nothing but prosperity and abundance in your life. Mm, talk to us, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. I, I this this matchup really gets me excited. I like dude this 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 whole main card. These last these first these last five fights are really exciting. I can't wait to lock in on these ones. Electric. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really electric. Um this next fight, third fight from the top. Um we mentioned the Yasmin Howergy and Lucindo fight in San Diego. And this one really gives me that same exact vibe. Two really young fighters. Mm -hmm. 114 and 1, 112 and 1, both electric, both finishers. This right here is going to be the fight of the night. I have no doubt about it. Daniel Zell Huber versus Francisco Prado. Francisco Prado, 21 years old. And Zell Huber, 
24, two young guys. And like kind of like how we talked about the Yasmin and Lucindo fight, not to keep referencing that, but like whether, whatever happens in this fight, these two are going to meet again somewhere down the line. I really believe these two fighters are really good spe- special fighters in this new lightweight division, the way the lightweight division is going. So, you know, the lightweight division is really old up top. So we need some young guys, and I think these two can really get done. This is going to be an exciting fight, and I cannot wait for this fight. Yeah, man. Prado, 12-1, and one, six finishes by knockout, six by submission. And it just blows my mind that he's two years younger than us, stepping in the octagon, and neither of these guys are even the youngest fighter on the card. And Zell Huber is a tall, tall lightweight. He's 6'1". Yeah, and he has no, an like eight-inch reach advantage. Eight-inch reach advantage is insane right here. But yeah. when Zell Huber lost his UFC debut, the guy also had a big reach disadvantage, and he was able to get inside. Zell Huber kind of waits for his shots sometimes, likes to play it more technical, where Prado is just balls to the wall, wants to knock you out with power punches. And Prado is a plus, I got plus 220, I believe. Let me double check currently. You know, yeah, the Prado is moving. Zell Huber's minus 275. Um, I don't think either of these guys can finish either. I truly think it's going to be a classic five of the night, three round war. I'm all over the over two and a half rounds on this one. Hmm. You got, oh yeah, minus 115 for that. It's right right even at two and a half rounds. So whatever you're feeling over under that, you can get minus 115 for it. Yeah. Dude, I'm, this this card might, it's UFC Orlando vibes for, vibes for me. Like every single fight's going to be electric and the crowd's going to be louder than half of the pay-per-views at least. I think this will be better than uh, UFC 301 in Brazil, and I think it will definitely be better than the last two Canada cards, probably combined, if you took the best six fights from both of those. I think this one would beat it. Not big names, yeah, but they're going to make names for themselves on this card. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people are going to be like, why is this fight before Rosas? Why is this fight the third fight? such a good... But you're going to find out why. And this mm-hmm. is a really... I'm, 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 this is literally one of my favorite fights on the card. Yeah, yeah. This this stands out on a great card, and so does the next fight. We've got two rematches for the co-main and main event, but they're both, or at least this one, was a weird situation. We've got Yair El Pantera Rodriguez going up against Brian T. City Ortega. Ortega's last fight was against Yair. It was in July of 2022, and Ortega suffered a dislocated shoulder. That was a live fight now. I want to say it was in New Jersey or like in the Hamptons somewhere. Yeah, where was it? It might have been Atlantic City. No. It was in New York? No, it was like... uh, I think it was upstate New York. Or like somewhere in New York that wasn't New York City, but I could be wrong. It was in Elmont, New York. Okay, yeah. I remember that was a good card, though. Yeah, it was, it was a good really card. early in the morning, right? During the day. It was during the day. Yeah, it was one of those wake up at 8 a.m. and you got your early prelims cooked up already. Yeah, yeah. I like those in the summer. We need to get one of those. You, need, you know what I want this coming year? If it falls right, I mean, I, I doubt it will because I don't think it falls right, but like a 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. 4th of July card, a little day fade. I remember yeah, Sugar yeah. and Eddie Wineland was on the 4th of July. It was a little later in the day. Amanda Nunez uh, was the main event, maybe against 
Jessica I, but that one was that one was later in the day, so I was so faded by the time it by the time it happened. But that was that was when I fell in love with the Sugar Show. Can't even lie. Pause. Yeah. As a fighter. Either way, man, what what a great matchup we got here. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, kind of going into this when I went to study this fight, I was kind of thinking in my head like, damn, like Aguirre's just younger, Brian's old, but they're only one year apart. Mm-hmm. Brian's um, career's just like been old. Yeah. Lately, just yeah. 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 Going. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of all over Yair here. I think he's just, like you said, he's on the way up and has lost to Volk. As compared to Brian, he's just had a long career. Um, I just think I'm all over Yair here. I think he's just better at this stage in their careers this moment. I think he's the better fighter. Yeah, and in that first fight, Yair was piecing Ortega up on the feet ortega is deadly from at any second though if he pulls guard or does some backpack submission maneuver he can always submit you at any moment we saw it with volkanovsky and uh i was doing a little mma math i don't think it really matters here because ortega has been off for more than a year but yeah you had the better performance against max out of the two but ortega had the better performance against volk so that part kind of evens out to me I'm all yeah. over Yair here, though. I thought the odds would be farther apart than they are. We've got Yair at minus 150, so I'm going to take that money line. Yeah, I'm all over Yair, too. Hopefully the Mexicans can go uh, 2-0 here with the co-main and main event of the evening. Brandon Moreno versus Brandon Raw Dog Royvel. Um, Brandon Moreno's first fight since losing his title. First non-title fight for Brandon in fucking what? Since 2020. Damn. His last non-title fight was Brandon Royville. <laughs> That's some flyweight shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, their second matchup, he be- defeated Brandon Royville um, by knockout in the first round last meetup. That was four years ago. Obviously, different fighters. Um, I just think, I don't know. I don't know what to think here. Um, it's not a thing where kind of like a Taporia Volk, I don't think, because... Moreno's still younger than Royville. Yeah, um, that's what it was so, getting. Yeah, so I'm kind of just all over Moreno here. Obviously, I'm not laying. I never lay minus 300, but I think Moreno gets it done. I don't think he finishes him as early as he did, but I do think he can some somehow, some way find a finish, and I don't think he's losing in his home country. Yeah, I just don't really see where Roy Val is better than Moreno. I think Roy Val's, or Moreno's a better boxer. I think he's a better wrestler. I think he has better submission game. Roy Val's taller, I guess, yeah. by a little bit long. Or no, Moreno has the reach advantage. But yeah, I'm all over Moreno here in front of his home crowd, firing him up, dude. But this one, it's such a weird fight situationally, because both of these fighters are coming off of losses to Pantoja, but then it's kind of a title eliminator in a way. I know it was yeah, supposed to be Moreno versus Albazi, but then Albazi had to pull out. So that's why Rolvao's here. So I was thinking, does the winner of this fight Albazi for a title eliminator? And then Pantoja just has to wait a really long time? Yeah, I don't know what the fly, fly, fly awaits, man. It's weird. I think, I think as long as, I mean, I don't know. I think Moreno's a big name. So as long as Moreno keeps winning, Moreno keeps getting a shot, I would imagine. What would that be? Moreno Pantoja 4 3 0 Pantoja going into that one? Yeah, I mean, oh, Moreno's going to have, hypothetically speaking, he can have 
two, four fights, if that makes sense. Yeah, eight fights against two guys. Yeah, that's nuts. That's not fun. Yeah. What What is the history of the flyweight division? Do they just scrap it? No, I think, I'm telling you, I think Tatsuro Tyra is going to make a run up, up in that division and shake things up. Yeah. He's young. He's good. I think he's going to give these guys some problems. And Kaikara France didn't work out quite as well as we thought he would, but he's still around. Yeah. Hopefully more and more guys start coming up. I think the I think MMA and the UFC is only getting more popular. That Demetrius Johnson, Ben Askren trade has to be one of the worst trades in sports history, not even just the UFC or MMA. Yeah. It's up there with like, I don't know. I was trying to think of a bad sports one, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, he for sure would have still been dominating as he still is was dominating one. But, I mean, I like Moreno, man. Moreno's good for sport. Moreno's a big name. Um, Pantoja's obviously good. Uh, I mean, Moreno, I think he fights held the division together for so long. Yeah. So, it's just kind of finding the new blood. But I think as long – I mean, Moreno's Moreno, man. He's such a big name. We've been there when he's been announced. It's just crazy. Um, he has a whole country on his back. So, yeah, I think I, – I mean, I don't even necessarily think it's about, like – and a lot of times it's not about, like, not having enough – people it's just like like for the girls division some some like it's not about that it's not like they're they're not good or they're bad it's just there's no big names mm-hmm. like highway will always be fine because of moreno as long as moreno's there they're fine because moreno's such a big name that's what it is it's more about having the big names in these divisions that that are what get it going so yeah i hope he wins i hope he wins i love seeing moreno fight for the title i love moreno fight in general so me too and then i'll i'll love making some money on pantoja again when he fights moreno Speaking of making some money, let's go with the best. Maybe coming off a heater this past Hello. week. Here we go. Wait, don't tell me. No, I got him on here. I expect to see a lot of green here. And hey, man, hopefully, hopefully we stay on track. Here we go. We're gonna start with the main card: Yasmin and Hughes under two and a half plus one sixty. We're hoping for a finish by Yasmin. Hey, but if somehow, some way, Hughes upsets her and gets a finish, even better for us. Um, we're going to go 40 to win 64. I also like that you mentioned Yasmin by knockout plus 200, but this kind of just saves us, gives us a little insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, then I talked about Prado and Zahid being the fight of the night. I think it's an absolute war for three rounds. So I'm going to go over two and a half there, minus 130, 40 to win 30. As we talked about, I am all over Yair here, minus 145. We're going to go 73 and win 50. And then we're going to go Moreno inside the distance, plus 130, 35 to win 45. I think he somehow, some way finds a finish with the home crowd there. And then our parlay, plus 358, Moreno to win, Torres to win, Dos Santos to win, Yair to win. Big juice here, plus 358, 50 to win 179. All the, all the others lose and the parlay hits, we have action. Come on. I, Bro, I'm... I need to start riding your bets instead of putting nah, mine on. Right, right. One good week, one good week. I've got to do the right thing to the people, though. Keep putting my bets out there so they could fade them. Just to <laughs> take. Facts. Hey. This week, though, I'm honestly, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. I, I'm not betting against any of those bets up there. And yeah. yeah, the more I think about Prado Zellhuber, I was thinking early finish because they're both going to be going so hard, but they also just both have great chins because they're young bucks. And yeah. I could see him going balls to the wall in the first two minutes, like both landing huge shots and then getting tired for a little bit, like just having a war, but being too tired to knock each other out. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting card, man. I'm looking mm, forward to it. I like, 
I like that one. We also got Bellator versus PFL champions fighting each other this weekend. I'm honestly not too concerned about it, but I know that whoever wins the heavyweight fights or whoever wins the heavyweight belt gets to fight Francis. So I'll be tuning into that whenever that happens. Yeah. Bro, shouts Francis, man. Has a has a boxing match scheduled with Anthony Joshua. He's going to get to crush a can in MMA, whoever wins that one. Not like they're cans, but compared to who he would have been fighting in the UFC. And he's going to make more money doing it. And he could probably retire after that and be set. Yeah. He definitely he definitely did not. We thought he was making a mistake in the moment, but he came out the right side. He got what he wanted. We said if he got Tyson Fury, he was going to be good. And yeah. not only did he get Fury, he beat him. Yeah. It's going to be a great weekend, man. Can't wait. I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go. And next week is going to be even greater UFC 299. Have you even seen the hate for Sugar Sean? Why? Lots of it, bro. All over. I Because Marab, everyone's saying, oh, Marab runs through Sugar. He's calling out to Aporia just because he's scared of Marab. And then Sugar had to go out and say, all right, I'll knock Marab out too. If that's what y'all want to see, then I'll go fight to Aporia. People just... Don't want him to be as good as he is, but we know that he is. Got to take care of the job first. The job yeah, at the task at hand. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't be looking ahead. We we yeah. know this sport. Yeah. All right then. All right, everybody have a good weekend. Thank you, brother. Hope you enjoy the heights. Stay safe. Thank you. Doses.